Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. There's at least another week of debt talks coming to us. That's guaranteed. On a related note, getting politicians to play nice. And our China series, The Five-Year Plan, American companies that get it and those that don't. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Ally Bank, offering its Raise Your Rates CD as well as an online savings account and money market account. Learn more at AllyBank.com. For more about the latest business and economic news from Marketplace, visit Marketplace.org to discover even more of the news you love from Marketplace. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kyle Rizdal. It's Friday, 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 today, the 15th of July. Great to have you with us. And where, oh, where to begin today? What was the big economic story of the week again? Anyone? All right, enough. We'll talk debt and all the rest in our weekly wrap of Wall Street and beyond. Here to do four minutes of live radio this week are Lee Gallagher from Fortune Magazine, also Sadiq Reddy from the Wall Street Journal down in Washington. Hey, guys. Hey, Kai. Hi, Kai. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll get to the debt thing in a minute, but first, Sadiq, let's talk about the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Ben Bernanke. Goes to the Hill Wednesday and says, yes, absolutely, we can do more stimulus to get the economy going if we have to. Goes back on Thursday and says, no, no, wait, never mind, we really can't. Uh, help us make up his mind here. What's he going to do? It is pretty confusing, and the difference was the, the number of questions he got on one day uh, versus the other yeah. on this particular issue. He's really in this careful dance right now, trying to improve the public's confidence without sounding terrified about this latest slowdown. He wants to show that the Fed isn't out of tools entirely if it were in a crisis. What I find amazing, though, is that people in markets actually think it'll make a big difference for the Fed to do more. And our hmm. problems today are just not about borrowing costs, which are really historically low. They're about much more fundamental issues around housing, around too much debt in households. And those are the things that the Fed can't really solve right now. Yeah. And the jobs in the economy. Lee, let me ask you this, though. The markets followed Bernanke up uh, on Wednesday, down on Thursday. They don't, though, seem to be following the debt fiasco, right? Why aren't bond yields going crazy? Why aren't stocks tanking? Why isn't everything in the markets going haywire? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I think the Fed has a, an, just a, a singular ability to move markets more than almost anybody else. I think, you know, much of the talk in Washington is is so political, and I think the markets realize that. And I think there is an expectation that we're not going to default, that this is all just show and theater. Um, you know, and, and Bernanke is kind of a, a different story. And the other thing with Bernanke is that, I mean, people love to parse his words. The markets mm. love to just take what he says. And he really should know better. He's been in the job for five <laughs> years now. He should know that his words are going to pull the, you know, if he says, uh, you know, we, we, we all options have to be on the table. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty strong statement. So uh, talking, talking for a second, though, about this idea that we aren't going to default, that we're going to get a deal. I mean, John Boehner, the Speaker of the House, said a couple of things the last two days that I think are interesting. One was yesterday, he said, you know what, we're going have some procedural votes next week. We're not talking about a debt limit vote until Thursday, Friday. So we got to deal with a whole nother five days of these uh, things too deep. Uh, and he also said, listen, if we get a deal, it's a crapshoot. We don't know if we're going to get one or not. I mean, the man's a speaker of the house. He is the Speaker of the House, and he's trying to, to deal with a, a House base that is really all over the place right now. And the leadership in the Senate and uh, in the White House has really acknowledged that this is 
too too much of a risk to not come up with a deal. So they have some proposals floating around that should at least pre- prevent that. The risk now is that we get a short-term solution on the debt ceiling without actually addressing the longer-term deficit problem, and that means this will drag on even longer, perhaps uh, before we get to another election. Well, Lee, how long? I mean, are we are we literally talking like at some point on the second of August they're going to say, "Poof, we got a deal." Well, I think it's looking more increasingly likely that this sort of Plan B, which is is you know this this which has just emerged in the past couple of days, the way to effectively pass raising the debt ceiling without having any Republican fingerprints on it, which, right. of this course, is, this is, is the, all that this is about. Yeah, this is the McConnell plan. It lets the president raise it, and then Congress has to veto, and, and it gets very political very fast. Exactly. But you know what? With that plan B, at least it gets done. I mean, it's already political, and I think I think that's one of the things that's really kind of changing here. I think the, the manipulative tactics and the taking the economy at its most fragile place, prob- probably in history, hostage, uh, and kind of holding it around like like a like a lit neutron bomb until until something's decided. I think that that uh, I think that there's a limit on how long.